Hello, welcome to Jeff Grant's Evolving Podcast. This is part two of the 2017 movie extravaganza episode. It's, oh, it's the second episode, the part, anyway. Uh, like, I, I'll recap a little bit of what I said in the intro to the first episode. Cody and I recorded this whole thing in one go, well, on one night at least, and it went three hours, and it was a lot of content, so I split it up. This is the second part, the first part. We talked about the best picture move, the best picture nominees for the Oscar, the Oscar nominated movies. I know I'm saying that weird, but y'all know what I'm talking about. And then uh, this episode, we kind of transitioned into just our personal favorite movies that uh, didn't necessarily line up with those those movies. So this is uh, another kind of long conversation about these. And again, in the description of this episode, I'm going to include the movies and what time we talk about them. So you can jump ahead if you just want to hear us talk about specific movies. And uh, there was an interruption at some point in this conversation. We were talking about the big sick. I think Cody had to go to the bathroom or something. So we paused it and then we kind of got distracted. We started playing some music. He had some guitars. So we were playing music. Then he called a friend who's like this like extremely talented uh, viola player who who like played in the symphony like at the bass performance hall like that, that night. And he came and played some like Bach and Mozart for us. And anyway, we talk about that in the episode, but uh, there's kind of a, a little spot where it, there's a little break. And then we come back, which it was like an hour and a half later, I think, at that point. Uh, anyway, y'all are tired of hearing me talk, right? Here, here, now listen to me talk more with my friend Cody Spencer. Thanks for listening. Bye. Okay, yeah. And I have not seen Disaster Artist. It's the movie. Have you seen the James room? James Franco. Yeah. It, go ahead. You you do this. Okay. Well, the room came out in two thousand and three. Uh, Tommy Wiseau. Uh, we have since found out is Eastern European. He said he was from New Orleans <laughs> in two thousand three. Um. Don't know how he came into money, but he had money, and he funded a, a movie, and it's called The Room. And in 2003, he premiered it in L.A., and he put a billboard up, and what's funny is, on the billboard, it said, call me. It had his own cell phone number. On the billboard, <laughs> so you'd call and you could actually talk to the director, writer, and producer, and the guy who funded the film. So the room notoriously it's considered it's, like the worst movie ever. It's like Plan Nine for Outer Space. Um, uh, what's that? Uh, oh, hell, um, Ed Wood. It's like Ed uh-huh. Wood's Plan 9 from Outer Space. It's just like that. I have never seen... Well, I haven't seen either of the movies, but I feel like what's weird about The Room is like... I mean, I've, I know what it's about. I've heard podcasts about it. I, I think I watched... I've seen a lot of okay, stuff YouTube about it. Clip it's like or... I know what, what it's about, but I've never actually just seen the movie. Well, it's, it's not about a lot. It's kind of a love story, but it's... Weirdly and horribly made. Exactly. <laughs> and so, if you 
did know the history of the room, that's kind of the history. It's a bad, bad, bad movie. Okay. And that's why people love it. It got so bad that it got good. <laughs> yeah. Which doesn't make any sense, but it's it it it's so bad that it's comical. Okay. Oh hi has Mark. <laughs> like <laughs> this guy has this this guy's from Eastern Europe that we know now. And He's trying to do an American accent, and he's failing hard. And uh, the rewrites, the amount of money he spent on this movie, millions of dollars, all right? And uh, honestly, I, I can't do it justice in one minute here. Go online, look it up, and read about it. It's. Ba- I think there's a book that the movie is. The, the Disaster the Artist is based is, on a book called The Disaster Artist. Right, it's adapted. That was written by a guy that was his co-star and like best friend. His name is Greg. Uh, I don't know his last name, but yes, it's written by Greg, who is a co-star in the movie. And uh, Dave Franco plays him in the movie. Or? Dave Franco does play Greg in the movie, and um, James Franco plays Tommy Wiseau, and he won the Golden Globe for Best Actor for uh, the Disaster Artist. For the he, comedy, or go ahead, yeah. Well, yeah, they separate it, don't they? Yeah, they do. They do it on the Golden Globe. So. He's got my vote for best actor for the Oscars, but he wasn't nominated. He's not nominated because the day after the Golden Globes, uh, or I guess during the Golden Globes, even. Well, uh, some chicks came out and said that he had done something, which I don't know anything about that. So I've read some articles about it. I've read, I, I, but I don't know what to believe. You know, when it comes to this stuff, you know, Weinstein, I've heard enough. Cosby, I've heard enough. I got a pretty good idea. Franco, I don't know. You know, these chicks trying to grab limelight or... Um, I don't know. Probably not, but I don't know. But I can guarantee you he wasn't nominated for Best Actor. Because of that. Yeah. And my vote is for him. And uh, it's kind of a weird dichotomy. Um, he did that performance. If he was the best actor, if he was a pedophile, does that mean he wasn't the best actor? No, but you can't necessarily give that award away unless you're Roman Polanski or Woody Allen. You know, there like a few people get passes, and I I don't get it. Yeah, Polanski molested a fourteen year old. One best director for The Pianist. Woody yeah. Allen. 
banged his stepdaughter when she was like 15. I don't know. I just, you pick and choose, I, I guess. I think a lot of it is the, uh, just the, the year it is. Like, it's kind of a thing where, I mean, I'm, I'm not, obviously the, not. The time is now. I mean, is that it, what you're saying? It, technically it is now because it's kind of became, <laughs> it kind of has become, honestly, like, of course, like, not like condoning like all these like awful things, but it's kind of a thing where a lot of things were like, you turn the other cheek, or is that the right? Turn the other eye. Uh, turn the other cheek, yeah. Uh, about these certain things, and then now, now that it's become come out in the, the light, that uh, it's become, I guess, more more every like, just the 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 conversation is Dude, different. Everyone and knew. It's, it's everyone, good. It's everyone knew about Spacey. I knew about that ten years ago. I didn't know about that. You didn't? No. Oh well, I heard the rumors. Yeah. I, it's kind of a thing well, where... Well, I don't know any of this because I'm not there. But, I mean, I've heard all of this. I should probably say. Yeah. It's hard to talk him in a, any concrete way about any of this because it's a lot of... He said, she said. Hearsay. Here's the, you know. And you want to try... If the victims... You want to give them the benefit of the doubt. Uh, but at the same time, you don't know what... It's... Who are we? We're... Some idiots on the seventh floor of this building <laughs> talking about these movies we liked or didn't like. I've been an idiot on the seventh floor of this building for like ten years. <laughs> <laughs> and you're about to move, you're saying? Uh, potentially. Potentially, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, but disaster artist. I don't I'm going to watch it. Where we, Once it's uh, where on we, like Amazon or something, I'm going to rent it. Where we leave off. Just, I just uh, now I, we're kind of moving into... That well, was... I, don't a, th- I, don't, I didn't go into the movie, I don't think. The movie is fantastic. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Dave Franco is fantastic. James Franco, even if he diddled a couple women, doesn't change what he did... As Tommy Wiseau in the Disasters, he was fantastic. He was so good, dude. I'm telling you, he. I feel like he's gonna like punch me about how amazing James Franco is. <laughs> dude, I want to punch everyone about it. He was so good. He uh, he. If you watch the room before you see. Which I would recommend. Yeah. Or at least watch a 15-minute YouTube clip and then watch Disaster Artist so you can know what you're getting into. Um, James Franco was unbelievable. He looked like him, sounded like him, performed like him. Every arm... Movement as he walked. So that was one where that's a weird phrase. That's a movie <laughs> where uh, I remember hearing he they were so making the movie good. and like thinking kind of like that sounds like a bad idea. Like I thought he's it was directing too. it too, and he's playing this guy. You're like that's not going to be good. I thought it, and then it's all these, it's got all this buzz, and you're just like wow. Well, okay. And it, and now it has no buzz because yeah. he's connected to me too. Which, uh, as I heard someone earlier say, 
if you're gonna have a hashtag about sexual assault, don't start with a pound sign. Well, that's what a hashtag <laughs> is. You missed the joke. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Pound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're separating. I, I understand. I, I'm sorry. I, <laughs> no, I have mixed feelings about it. I, I, that's a movie I was really excited to see, and I'm still wanting to see it. I'm still going to see it. My favorite and movie I feel by like, far. I feel kind of... I wish it, all this stuff wasn't... I just wish it wasn't... Didn't have all this stuff going on. To I do too, sucks. but... Um, I mean, do you hate the usual suspects now? Yeah, all the Kevin Spacey stuff, I hate it. Fight Club. <laughs> or not Fight Club, uh, Seven. Yeah, you hate Seven? I Do you? I don't know. I haven't gone through and thought through all the movies I'm supposed to hate now. There's a lot of stuff we're supposed to not like Did, now. Didn't Morgan Freeman do something Man, weird? Man, I don't with I like, haven't heard that. Don't tell me. If, <laughs> you think he did something weird with like a I think everybody's Miranda? done some weird thing. You know hey, what I mean? It, we all got our kinks, right? <laughs> I don't know. Like it, it, it's it's good that it's coming out that in a way, but it's it sucks just as a fan of movies where you want to be like. I separate it. Yeah. And if you can't, good for you. I can't. That is. I do think it's a personal decision for if between whatever I, if people want to if. Uh, Christopher Plummer, who did all the was, all the money in the world, all the money in the world. If if Spacey was in that movie and all that news came out and they hadn't reshot that, I'd be fine. I could watch Kevin Spacey and realize I'm watching a guy that did a bunch of bad stuff, but I could separate. I remember when I hear this will be like kind of a segue because this is another movie where we're going to kind of fade out of the we might talk about Oscars movies but let's do it anyway uh, yeah after you mentioned Kevin Spacey like a few days after hearing like all that stuff you're like oh no like is is Baby Driver going to be messed up now (laughs) like that movie was so good that that was like one of my probably my favorite movie of the summer Uh, Biggest surprise for me, if you mm-hmm. want to go into that, my dad was like, um, once a week he goes with a group of guys and they go see a movie. And he saw Baby Driver, and I'd heard a little bit about it, but I, I would have never saw it, probably. And he told me, man, you really need to see this movie. So, uh, I didn't go see it, but he was like, come over, I'm going to rent it because I want to see it again. And I saw mm-hmm. it with him. I was blown away. Yeah, it's amazing. It's... For like an action kind of a... For a throwaway, or what I would call a throwaway movie, just, I don't, I don't think they were expecting any... I mean, they want to make money, but that movie was great. Mm-hmm. Um, Edgar Wright. They like, had, uh, 
Jamie Foxx was in it. John Hamm. Um, I mean, that movie was fantastic. Now, also, I've, I've got a good buddy who I trust. And he walked out on it. Oh, really? Yeah, he said it was horrible. Wow. So, I, I can understand mixed opinions, I guess. But I thought it was fantastic. It was, it's like a... I mean, it's just a fun movie in a, in a way. It has a lot of style to it, and it's just Ton it's a movie style. if you just want to sit down and, and just enjoy the ride. I say that it's all it's about it driving. You know, <laughs> it's like I'm not usually a big car movie type person, but me either. Uh, I just it's just like, did you Edgar like ride the Italian like job? I don't know if I've seen it. I don't think I've seen that. Okay, well, that was ten years ago. It's probably a influence on this movie. Yeah, maybe. Or is it? Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of James Bondy. Yeah. But anyways, no, Baby Driver. I thought nothing going into it. Mm-hmm. And then I was buffoed the end. I was like, wow, what a good I can't movie. tell how, like, I, I'm thinking of just what we're saying. I'm like, I don't, I don't know how in-depth any of this stuff is. It's just like... This movie is great. <laughs> yeah, there was not a lot. We're of mainly it. talking about movies we liked, pretty much. There was we should not talk a lot about of... something we hated at some point. Oh, um, movies I've hated. I know one. Uh, I didn't know if I wanted to get into it because I did yeah, not hate well, it. Let's do it. You can edit this if you, if well, you it, want. <laughs> I don't know if I want to get into it. It might hurt. It might hurt my feelings too much. All right, do you it. You know what I'm thinking of. Uh, no. The Last Jedi. Oh, terrible, <laughs> terrible movie. I hate it. I saw the okay. I saw the movie the preview night, like Thursday night, um, and so I hadn't. I, I guess I'd read some reviews a little like before. So you saw. I like, hadn't heard Thursday any of the backlash. Thursday night. It came out Sat- officially Friday, but they had the, like the early. I saw it on Friday. Okay. Not the Thursday. I didn't read all the back. I, I heard it was good. Th- this is the weirdest experience. Like going into it, I'd heard all these great reviews. I went into it. I thought it was great. Like I really enjoyed it. I came home. Oh, I, I'm gonna get on Twitter, see what everybody's saying, and just all this like. Negative, negative, negative stuff. It was the but weirdest thing. But you liked thing. it initially? No, I really liked it. I've seen oh. it. Another, I went back and saw it again. I hated it. I, I don't know why. I just didn't like it. Yeah. Are you, are you said you're a big Star Wars person. Or big, do you like them? Uh, big, I guess you call it four, five, and six fan. Uh-huh. You know, um, New Hope, uh, Empire, Return. Favorites. And I was 12 when Phantom Menace came out. Mm. Huge fan. Oh, Everyone really? hates that. <laughs> now I realize why they hated it. But I was 12. Yeah, exactly. You're so the I was, age. I was the perfect age for when the new ones came out. So I loved them all. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I realize, yeah, they're bad. Um. 
They have when I every time I watch it, I I don't expect anything. I'm talking about the prequels right now. Yeah. I watch the prequels. I I have low. Ex- I know I don't love the movies, and there's always something where I'm like, that's actually good. Like that part of that, that thing they did, that was well shot. That was Dude, whatever. Did the pod race they're, scene? They're, when they're, I, I was good 12 parts. years old. I think the third movie is great. Zoom. The zoom, third zoom. movie is one of the best Star Wars movies in my I, opinion. I I I still love that one. Now, Attack at the Clones. The only good part of that movie is the Yoda. Oh yeah, yeah. Th- that scene is awesome. <laughs> You're waiting to see Yoda fight with the lightsaber, <laughs> and that was awesome. Um, but yeah, no, that movie sucked. Um, you did not like Last Jedi. Did you like The Force Awakens? <sighs> I'm just trying to... If, if I know fi- where you're I'm, coming from, I'm, I'm 50-50 on that one. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good movie. But it was also the exact same movie. Right. You know? Uh-huh. It was, it was a complete... It, right down to the Death Star Destroyer. The, my thing with like, The it, Force Awakens... It was Awakens. the same movie. The weirdest thing to me, and I wouldn't have thought this going into it, but my favorite part about The Force Awakens were all the new characters. And then, like, Kylo Ren, Rey, John Boyega's character. I thought they were... I didn't think... uh, I did like the fact that he was a stormtrooper that went rogue. I, I guess a lot of the older characters, I thought it was cool that they were in it, but I didn't... They weren't my favorite part of the movie. I, I loved Han. Okay, I, I didn't. Mean, Harrison Ford came uh, back. Dude, I j- jumped in my seat. I guess what I'm saying is like the, at the, the first half of the movie, when it's kind of introducing all the characters, mm-hmm. I was more invested than I thought I would, would, would be. And then once it kind of became more, oh, okay, I know what's going to happen now. It's kind of the same. Well, let's see. I. It kind of was like it when I rewatch it. It's a little like okay. Now, uh, now that we're talking about it, um, I love. I did that. like. Han I love that movie. It. I loved it. Thinking back, I don't love it as much, but at the time, yes, I loved it. And it was to me, it was. But um, maybe it was because it was the first one forever, and it felt like they got it right. Like to me, that that's what was. Ex- Almost more exciting than anything. It was like a Star Wars movie that well, and, feels like a Star For and, me, it felt that way. I don't, everybody I, has a different opinion. I know you love Ryan Johnson. Yeah. And as do I. Uh, from his Breaking Bad directorials. And he just did this one. And I love him. I just didn't love this movie. Yeah, I feel bad because I love almost everything he does, except this. I think my, it wasn't horrible, it wasn't unwatchable. Yeah, but I didn't. Meh, eh. It's the weird. I had the. I weirdest, didn't like it. It's weird. It's weird to me because I guess I'm just someone who really liked it, thought it was great like the first time, and then then I heard all the backlash, and it was just like what? Like it's. And the second time I what, saw it, people don't like the it. The second time I saw it, like I was really trying trying to pay attention to, and I there are some parts where I'm like, like the humor is kind of weird in some spots, where you're kind of like, 
Why is that joke there? Yeah, I I'd, I'd probably need to see it again to give a better. The second time opinion. I saw it, I thought it was better than I thought the first time. Really? It was kind of like a. Well, then, you're like I was just like more like confused as far as what. Like I said I didn't hate it, but I have such a standard for Star Wars that it didn't come close to meeting. Yeah. And. You know, if I see it again, maybe it will. I'm curious how that movie will be looked at, like, 10 years from now. You know, like, later on, like, if it'll be looked back with the same way or... Like, Phantom Menace is disdained. Yeah. I remember going to see Phantom Menace. I was 19 when it came out. I was 13. And I remember 12 or 13. being, like, trying to convince myself that I liked it. You know what I mean? Like I loved oh, it. I I think I remember going back and seeing it a couple times. My dad actually yeah. pulled me out of school and we went and saw it. Oh, really? So, first off, I got out of school. Yeah. So, awesome. And then we went and saw a new Star Wars movie. Yeah. <laughs> that was the greatest day of my life, <laughs> you know? Got out of school, saw a new Star Wars movie. What more could you want? Yeah. At that age. So maybe that's why I loved it, but you know, I was the right age. Yeah. And maybe that movie was made for uh, early teenagers. I've talked to, uh, every time I talked to someone who was a kid when that came out, they really, really liked it. Yeah. Everyone who is like my age, well, not every, I'm not saying like every single person, but for the most part, I've noticed it's like a, were you a kid when that movie came out? And yeah. that has a lot to do with well, it. Well, and that's true for a lot of movies. And these are technically like kid movies. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that everybody was attached to it as a kid. So they, they have all these, everyone comes in with these expectations and yeah, I need to show this part. Everyone like... Some people wanted them to be like real dark and like heavy and me meaningful, and some people just want it to be like a cartoon. Type. I just wanted to be good, uh -huh. you know. But I don't know. my dad saw obviously um, New Hope seventy seventy seven. No, it was before then. New Hope came out seventy seven. Seventy seven mm -hmm. was it then? Yeah. Oh. I was way off. Um, and oof, blown away. And he said, well, I've watched um, Lucas documentaries about the making of it. Mm -hmm. I what it's called. But um, he shows, he, he was just blown away by it. That's kind of how it was. When I was 12 or 13... Watching Phantom Menace, you know, I'd grown up watching these movies. Now I get a new one, and I'm 12, I can't so yeah. I'm an idiot. <laughs> and <laughs> I see a pod race, and I'm like, oh my god, this is amazing! So I liked them, and I know everybody shits on them. Bleep. Well, I wouldn't mind if someone. If someone, uh, I, I, that's the thing is, if someone loves those movies, I'm like, 
that's awesome. That, <laughs> I, I just know how I... I was but, at the right time. I was 12 and those came out. I was going to say, like, uh, I'm jealous of your dad and just people who were... Mm. But think of, like, if you went to see a Star Wars movie, you've never seen a Star Wars movie. You have no Background, expectations, no yeah. anything. And then you go, like, that movie was just had to, like, change everything, like, in your mind. Like, you had, I remember hearing people, because if you watch it now, it's, it almost feels slow-paced or, or something. But at the time, no, I, so much was happening that in the movie that, like, you think? people, I think at the time, it was so much new stuff, new information, new, 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 like, space, blah, 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 like, all these weird characters with all these weird names. Like, people would, couldn't process it all at one time. Like, they had to go back and watch it. And, yeah. Um, I mean, we uh, have, right now, we well, have like, all these reference po- points as far as, like, Star Wars. Right. And, There's know, not a lot with, new. We've grown up with all these characters. Now, we haven't gotten into Blade Runner, but... Let's let's move into Blade Runner. We've talked enough about Star Wars. All right. There's more we could talk yeah, about. But. Everyone knows about Star Wars anyways. Yeah, we'll talk about the one. There's that... nothing new under the sun. I think Samson said that. So, uh, no, Blade Runner. What's your experience with it? Okay, uh, I am not a person who grew, grew up watching the original Blade Runner. I'd seen it. I think I watched it like in the 90s at some point. So you had seen it. I had seen it. Uh, and it was like one of those movies where I, I knew it was respected and all this kind of stuff. I knew it yeah, was worth seeing. Yeah, a little Blade Runner. And it yeah. was Harrison Ford, and it was kind of like right. He made it right around the same time he did like Star Wars and the original Indiana Jones movie, and like so it's kind of like peak Harrison Ford. And I think when I watched it as a kid, I was expecting that type of performance, like, and it, he's not Harrison Ford, <laughs> or he's not. I'm sorry, he's not Han Solo in that movie. And uh, so, so you didn't as like a kid, it. I didn't. I don't think I appreciated it for what it was. It well, was I mean, it's an adult how, movie, how and it's you? more like grown up. Anyway, like, I did rewatch it before the new movie came out. You did? Yeah, I like rented Good. it, and I and I was glad I did. Yeah, it gave me. I liked it more, and I've since bought it like the Blu-ray of the original. Well, I would definitely recommend anyone that hears this. Do not watch 2049 before you watch 2020, is it called? It's just called Blade Runner. Is it just... Okay. Watch the original first. Definitely. Um, the original, like, especially watching it on Blu-ray and stuff and, like, in high definition. That's another thing is, like, you watch one of these movies where they put so much... So, so much of the movie is like the production value and kind of the, the sets and, and everything. And, uh, you know, in the 90s, you're watching it on like VHS or, or DVD. And now you can do like the HD thing. And to me, that like adds so much more to the experience when they're because there's so much to see in the movie, like already. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, man, like it, it there's so much to appreciate. And even I like seeing um the older movies before, like, it was, like, all computer-generated when they, it was, like, all, like, models and everything, and you're just, like, how did they, then you hear, like, you know, this movie cost, like, 20 million or, like, 10 million or something, like, in 1982 or something, you're just, like, how in the world, like, that, it's a, that movie's amazing to look at, like, you could, that's a movie I could, the original Blade Runner, I could, 
I could just let it play like on mute, just and just look at it and just be like, man, that's just it's, it's incredible. And that's kind of how I feel about twenty forty nine. If yeah, you just call it that. Um, I feel the exact same way. I could put that on mute and just watch it and be entertained. I thought I've already said the disaster artist is my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. I have a link to the room and to Franco and to so I love them, but I walked away from them. I went. I walked. I lived downtown. I walked to the theater at like ten. A.M. Oh, A.M.? Yeah. And watched that movie. It's a three-hour movie. Yeah, it is a very long movie. And I was... I walked out at one, and I almost... I didn't do it, but I almost walked right back in and watched again. I love this movie. Yeah, I'd heard going into it that uh, it was... You know, long, and that was like a lot of the criticism was just that it was so long. And watching it, I, it could I didn't have been care. Three hours like longer. I, I really didn't mind. Once I think if you know what you're getting into, and you're down, like some movies are too long. Some movies, I don't care how long they are. I'll just keep watching. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot of the this movie, if a to movie me, is bad and it's long, it pisses me off. Like if, if the, it's the world of this movie good. is so like absorbing, and you're just. You just want to be like in this world and like watch, watch what's going on. It's, yeah, it's no, I, I I thought it was, I don't know, the cinematography, the editing. I, I, how do they do that? It would be cool to see him win for the Roger I, Deakins for the cinematography. I think image. if it doesn't win one award, I'll be surprised. This is a movie that uh, I think I, I saw it opening day, I believe, and I remember. I did too. I, I was kind of like, well, "Is this going to be a hit?" Is this? It's it's a weird movie because it's it's a huge. It wasn't a hit. No, it was not. But I think it'll make money. You do. I do. Well, the original Blade Runner wasn't a hit. No. But it made money afterwards. Um. No, I, I don't. It's kind of a, it's a, it's a weird movie in a way because it, it's kind of like this super sci-fi thing that I think the it, when you see like a commercial, you think oh it's gonna be like an action kind of adventure type movie, but it's more like a slow detective, like it's a detective noir type movie, it, you know. It, hard to explain. That's it's got the sci-fi element in there too. Definitely, for sure. definitely sci-fi. Um, kind of like a. You remember that uh, Tom Cruise movie, Minority Report? Yes. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of that a little bit. Um, a little bit of Kubrick's AI. It felt like a movie that uh, I could see a lot of like movie lover, like cinephile type people like loving it. But the casual, I can see a lot of, I kept thinking like a lot of casual people are going to go 
because they see like Ryan Gosling and Harrison Ford, and they're gonna be like bored out of their minds, and they're not—they're just not gonna like be into whatever the movie is doing. Dude, it fascinated me. I—they land down on that little house, and he punches through the wall, and. If you've seen this, this will make sense. If you haven't, this will go over your head. But I just found it to be, I don't know, amazing. I really, really love this movie. Um, I really want to, I haven't seen it a second time. I really want to I go haven't back either. and see it. Or I guess buy it or something. But when they're in that, like, Las Vegas sea... And that's when Harrison Ford shows up and there's that big shootout. I, I, I don't know. I just, I thought it was, I don't know. It was thought provoking, mm. visually stunning. And I, it, it just, it, it stayed with me. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I, know, so like, I know what For you like mean. a week, I was like, man, that movie was great. Man, <laughs> that movie was great. You know, I saw It. All right. I, yeah, it's I not it. on our list or anything. Um, I liked it. I heard a lot about it. And I thought it was good. But yeah, when I left, I didn't think about it again. But... Blade. I had to make a post after I saw Blade Runner twenty forty nine. This is one of the best movies I've seen this year by far. And uh, I'm curious how it'll be if it'll have like a. I think it will longer life, like cult, cult following. It's kind of a weird thing because it's. I do think it's a great movie, and it feels like it just hasn't been noticed that a lot of people I know a lot of people did like it but it it just kind of it's this huge movie like a, as far as like a oh, big it's, studio it's movie it's like 300 million dollars or something but it's like it just kind of came out and then nobody it's like it did, did y'all see that it did, <laughs> it did pour at the box box office um yeah. I don't know that's a good question I'll be curious how it how people look at it like in five years or whatever I think it'll age well. Yeah, I do too. I mean, it's a well-made movie. It, it, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. And like I talked about a Shape of Water, I wouldn't recommend that to anyone just because it's too weird. Even if I know you, Everything about you. I still can't recommend Shape of Water. Because I don't know how you'll take it. But Blade Runner. I'd recommend to anyone. Yeah. They're not all going to like it. But. They should. <laughs> it's a kind of movie that will make you. It'll. it'll uh, kind of. Uh, question your movie taste and like what you look for in a movie what do you mean and, i mean it'll, it'll challenge you i guess is what i'm saying 
How? Just, I think there's elements to it that aren't really conventional. To me, what I think about Blade Runner, it's almost like a, it's almost like more thoughtful than you, you think it's going to be just like a kind of quick action romp type movie and gotcha. it's more like a sit down and like meditate and think about this stuff and what is yeah what does it mean to be human and all this kind of stuff okay gotcha there's a lot to chew on and yeah. i and i think when i think uh like when the average person goes to see a movie they they're not looking they don't want that. they're not wanting to be engaged in that escape. way yeah and that's fine it's just a different way of and I, i'm assuming a lot of the, those kind of people probably are not listening to this yeah. podcast that's at uh, two hours and twelve minutes. <laughs> hey, I don't care about the time. I, this, I'm I curious enjoy, now. I, I'm curious if we'll be we'll go longer than a Blade Runner 2049. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoy the conversation. Yeah, I don't. I don't care who hears it, but um, that's that's a good point, and somehow that reminded me of. Uh, an anime movie, Coco. Okay, I have not seen Coco. I'm going to see it, but I have not seen it. I was at an Olive Garden. Oh, really? I he, did not he, expect that. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm yeah. at Olive Garden. I was okay. at an Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was having a Zupa Toscana soup. And... Uh, the waiter comes by. He looks, I don't know, five years younger than I am. And he's like, oh, we're, oh, we're going to see Shape of Water. And I told him. And uh, he goes, oh, you have to see Coco. It's like, Coco, I've heard of that. Is that an anime movie? It's like, Yes. He's like, I took my daughter. And I was like, okay. And he's like, it's the best movie I've ever seen. My wife was crying. I was hiding back tears. I was like, okay, whatever. So we saw Shape of Water. And obviously we've talked about that. I love that movie. It's one of my favorites. And, uh... But that stuck with me. I this guy loved this movie that much. Mm-hmm. I should probably check it out. And it was available to me, so I watched it. And hot damn, if that isn't one of the best movies I've seen this year. That movie is so good. It is so Good. I wonder how many of these movies where you'd be like, it is so good. I <laughs> loved it. Oh, oh. Well, go, go ahead. I'm sorry. When you do a podcast about <laughs> the best movies, yeah, they're all going to be so you're good. You're going to have positive reactions too. <laughs> yeah. If you like, like them. Like, yeah. The only one I didn't like was, uh, well, Call Me By Your Name. Yeah. Um, well, and I did like it. So <laughs> 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 I guess that's a. A lie. It's like your your least favorite of the movies you liked. My <laughs> least favorite of the best movies ever. <laughs> so uh, Coco. Sorry, but Coco. Uh, yeah. So going back to that, um, 
I won't go into a lot of that, but it it's an awesome it's an animated movie. It's heavily Spanish influenced. It's about Dia de los Muertos, which is the Day of the Dead, and it is um, it is a really really good movie, and it, it it might be a top five for me. I put out a top ten list on Facebook, mm-hmm. and uh, I hadn't seen that movie yet, uh-huh. um, but once I saw it quickly after. It would have definitely been in there. Uh, it's strong to quite strong. Pixar so, usually makes pretty good movies. And that's a damn good one. <laughs> that's a good one, man. All right, so, what else we got? Uh, yeah, anything else? Um, I got nothing you, to okay, do. Okay, so. one I haven't seen that you had had a lot of good things to say it was last flag flying last yeah, flag flying it. yeah uh it's a link later movie yeah so um dazed and confused if you're a xenophile uh, yeah dazed boyhood confused. boyhood how great was boyhood that's that's one of my all-time favorites okay well then this is a link later and uh, it stars Steve Carell and Brian Cranston yeah. and Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, not bad. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you should go see it based on that alone. Now, Cranston plays this. Oh, I'll give you slight spoiler. Three, two, one. Um, I think I know what you're going to say. I haven't seen it, but I think it's in the trailer. Maybe. Um, I don't know. Go ahead. Carell's son dies in the war. Don't know which one, but a current war. Like Iraq. It's like yeah, said in I, like 2003 or okay, something then like that. Iraq, Afghanistan. He, his son dies and he's going to get the body. All right. Um, so before he does that, he meets up with his old army buddies or Marines or whatever military they were in. And from Vietnam or uh, yeah, I think Vietnam. I yeah, I'm old army buddies. It's They're all, veterans. Yeah, veterans. So he meets up with Brian Cranston, who is uh just a bum drunk and uh, Fishburne eventually meets them and I don't think this is nominated for anything is it? I don't think so it's really good though (laughs) I promise you it's really good I believe you just knowing who all was in it and made it dude it's Fishburne who's great Steve Carell, who's proved himself from the uh, wrestling movie. Oh, Foxcatcher? Fox, I still have not Fo- seen that. Really? Yeah, I need to see that oh, one. You def- Dude, he's so good. But as a serious actor, he is so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so, not serious anymore. And he's somber and serious in this. And then Brian Cranston. Who can who, do anything. <laughs> that man I would marry. <laughs> I would go watch a movie with him as the voice of like a dog. 
That's a good way of putting it. Because <laughs> that's what he is, or that's he's one of the voices in the oh, Isle really? of Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna go see that. Uh, no, so it's all three of them, and it's basically them three talking the whole time. Oh, really? About um, them picking up Steve Carell's dead son. Um, is it based? I know it's based on a book, but is is it based on I, a true story? I, 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 I don't. I mean, it's probably a thing that has happened anyway. Yeah, I'm sure it's happened, but um, I don't. I don't know. Um, that sounds really good. So they pick. He doesn't want to put it on an airplane because they give him an option to. Hey, we'll transport this. Don't worry about this. And he says, "No, I'm I'm taking him." And him and Cranston, it's basically him and Cranston with a little bit of Fishburne. And Crow's an amazing actor. You wouldn't, you think him as a funny guy, but he's amazing. And I know you haven't seen Foxcatcher, but he's amazing in that. And then it's Cranston. You know how good Cranston is. So it's just, a titanic compilation of just two guys and you just you get to see them sit there and just go back and forth Mm -hmm. and it's it's incredible i wonder if that's out for rental yet or i i know a lot of these if they're not they'll will be soon i feel like i just need to keep Making a list of things. Yeah, it. I don't even think it ever hit theaters. I remember it coming out. Did it? I don't remember. Well, it came out. I remember the weekend it came out just because I heard some stuff on the internet about it. But I don't. I don't. I don't think I looked to see if it was playing anywhere close. That was one I kind of thought. Okay. Well, that it. It probably got a really limited release, but it's a good, good ass movie. Yeah. Um. And especially if you're fans of Carell or Cranston, which, who isn't? So, yeah. I'm going to mm-hmm. watch that at some point. And, uh, you know what? You're not going to go to bed going, uh, I'm going to watch that movie every day for the rest of my life. But it's a movie, you're going to be like, wow, that was good. Mm-hmm. You know, you'll think about it every now and then. But... It's not the Godfather. Yeah. And so I want to let whoever hears this know it's not the Godfather. But it's good. Yeah. It's worth your time to watch. Okay. Uh, okay, let's, I'm trying to. Let's, we have two more movies to get into that from our list. There's probably more that we could talk about, but these are the. I think I looked over your top five, maybe, and I saw some of these. All right. Uh, Logan. Logan. Wolverine. I hate superhero movies. Hate them. In 2018, is that allowed? Uh, Not to anyone else I know, but for me, I can't can't stand him. About to use a bad word there. (laughs) Um, I don't see Thors. I don't see Avengers. I don't see Iron Man's. Did you see Spider-Man? That was good. Don't see Spider-Man's. I, just, 
Don't do it. Hate them. <laughs> Can't stand them. They're all the same. Hey, the good guy wins. <laughs> he beats whoever he's supposed to beat. Uh, I don't know. I just I, I didn't read comics as a kid. Wasn't my thing. But. Mm-hmm. You like Logan? But I liked Logan. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Logan, um, it wasn't a superhero movie, even though the guy had claws. <laughs> it's kind of weird to say. Um, yeah, I know what you're It was a damn good movie. It really was. Um, but it was like, it was... Very serious, like... Extremely serious. It was off. Now, I don't like those superhero movies, but I see them. I just hate them. Oh, okay. So, when I say Logan, I do have context. If You've heard of, like, Wolverine? I've seen all the X-Men. I've even seen X-Men 3, and I might even own it. Apologies. <laughs> but, no, Logan was almost just like, it, it was a dude taking care of a girl. Protect- I thought the girl was really, really good. She was awesome. I couldn't believe how good that little girl was in the movie. She was amazing. Dude, okay, what blew me away was the casino scene. Where, uh, yeah. uh, oh, okay, I know what you're talking about. Spoilers, although this movie's kind of old, so you should know. Um, there's a point in the movie where a character can like stop time and no one can move unless you have uh, abilities, I guess. So, um, what's the name? Um, Professor X or uh, no, Logan? Who, who, Logan's name. Logan. Real, real life. Oh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman. Yeah, sorry. Um, Jackman can kind of move, so he's slowly oh, yeah, yeah. moving, uh-huh. and everyone is frozen because I don't know, whatever ability X does. And uh, when he slices like six guys' necks in a row, uh-huh. I was blown away, dude. That was so awesome. And this I've, is kind I've of I've seen a, it um, twice. This movie, it's I think it it's not exactly like Deadpool, but it's kind of in. The, I think they Deadpool was made, and they were like, oh, we can do R-rated superhero type. Right, comic book movie. Well, but Deadpool for me was way more comical. Oh, definitely. And Logan wasn't. I was. was I like Logan more than Deadpool. Oh, I didn't like Deadpool as much as a lot of people liked it. Hey, soft opinion. Didn't like Deadpool. (laughs) I just thought it was cheesy. It was fun, but it was cheesy. I, I when I went. Uh, I fell asleep. I know we're talking about Logan, but I, I saw it. 
I think there I was there were a bunch of it was a crowded the theater was pretty crowded and there were like two or three like um they looked like they were around 20 year old 20 year old guys and they like the whole movie they were just cracking up like oh this is amazing and like all this kind of stuff and it was it just kind of made it reminded me of uh when I went to see Fight Club at that I was like 19 when that came out well, and I, I was wish like I really would've... into it. Like it, it really spoke to me at that age, and I've seen it since then. You like and I still, I still like. I haven't read the book. I still like Fight Club, but Have when I rewatched it, it, it hits me differently than. No, I haven't. Okay. I know. I, I probably I've should. read. I think everything he's written. I. Uh, it's not I'm all behind good, on, but a lot stuff. of it is. I'm just saying it's that kind of movie where it, when you're at a certain age, it's like. Yeah, this is what I want. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I felt too too old, and it was kind of a weird thing. And I didn't get it. Like, the whole like uh, comic book characters being able to cuss and kind of thing. It was like I don't care. Like personally, I did, it didn't. Yeah, I thought it was okay. The the movie w- was fine. I don't. It, for me, it wasn't like a revolutionary type movie. But nah. I, I know it was a huge movie. Dude, I felt, they made a ton of money, so they're gonna make more movies. I. The first time I watched, attempted to watch it, yeah. fell asleep. All that to say, Dead or uh, Logan, made by the same studio. Darker tone. Yeah, it's. I think they kind of did when, the, the the adult superhero movie. This is a lot uh, to me. This was a lot better than Deadpool. I. I think a lot of people. Well, One thousand percent agree. Dude, uh, the scene where he goes, he meets the black family uh-huh. in like Iowa or wherever they were, the cornfields, and then he has to go turn back the power on, and then he just slams the owner's cronies. He's like, oh, you should work for me. Oh, yeah. Then he comes back, and then you have... Um, what do you... I don't even know what you call him. The other Logan. The girl? Or the... No, no. When they, like, oh, oh, replicate yeah, yeah, yeah. him. Sorry, you know it's been a while I mean? since I've seen it. They replicate him, and now there's, like... Dark Logan. Uh-huh. And, dude, that whole... I was just blown away. Yeah, it's a... Uh... I, I loved... That's why I put it in my top ten. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. I was impressed by it. I don't... It's not in my top ten, but it... I. It's just a... If you want to see, like, a dark... Like a genuinely dark comic book type movie. Like that's a great but one. But good one. Yeah. Very yeah. like uh, heavy and like um, like dramatic. Yeah. You know? you know what I mean? Like that's a lot of the those movies aren't don't make you feel no that type of substance. Right. That one's kind of like he's he and Professor X. Yeah. Or like kind of at the end of their lives and like And when the albino they're depressed and all this throws kind of stuff. the grenade in the car and pff, 
Spoiler. Sorry. Has a lot. There's a lot of uh, feeling in the movie. And yeah. No. So, no. Like I, I walked out of that going, damn, that's a good movie. <laughs> what else we got? Uh, the last one on the list is the big sick. The big sick. Okay. So I am a giant fan of the HBO series. Um, Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley, which he plays Kumail. Mm-hmm. And he's great. And um, that's where I'll start us off. Yeah. Uh, this is, okay. Uh, I he's, think of this, Lady Bird in this movie, in a way, remind me of, no, okay, let me back up. Last year, like La La Land, La La Land mm-hmm. was a big movie. Sure. And that was one, probably my favorite movie of last of 2016. I'm saying last year; it's two years ago now, I guess. But uh, I think I like Moonlight more, but they were both close. great movies. Both great. And uh, but but that movie was such a like huge like uh kind of I don't know Revelation. emotional big big movie that kind of slaps you in the face as like sure kind of loud like. Anyway, and then like two of my favorite movies this year were Lady Bird and The Big Sick, and both both of them are very like those are down to earth, uh, grounded kind of. The stories are more personal. Yeah, like small stories, like uh, that aren't trying to do anything huge. Interpersonal stories. But it's kind of like that thing where it's just a, it's well told. Everything it's just well made, and it's Mm -hmm. it's not trying to like save the world or whatever, but it's just like, man, that was really good. Like I enjoyed that movie. Felt real. You get, you, yeah, you connect with it and you, anyway, uh, it's basically about Kumail Nanjiani's character. Uh, it's based on his relationship with his, right. his wife. Right. Emily Gordon. Is that her name? Sounds I right. I, um, Anyway, they I guess they got married a few years ago, and then they wrote this movie that's most. It's not exactly based on their life, but it's pretty close, I think. Yeah. And then uh, it's just about he's like um, Muslim, and his parents are very um, traditional, and they want him to marry another Muslim. Yeah. Or Muslim, whatever. And uh, so a lot of it is. He, well, he kind of meets this girl, and well, they have a connection. Well, he lies to her for like however long they're dating until he tells he her. He doesn't tell her. He's kind of embarrassed about his uh, spoiler belief and his uh, family's the way he was raised up a little bit. Yeah, so he lies. He's a comedian. Plays a comedian, and then uh, she. Okay, well, it's not. This isn't the spoiler part. There's stuff you could get into that she ends up going into a coma. She has, I can't remember exactly what that's happened. That's spoiler. But, well, that's in the, it's called The Big Sick. And that's in the, I think that's true, in the trailer. True, true. I mean, a lot of it is a, like a love story. Hey, you know what? If you're listening to this, by you've this got point, commitment. by this point, if you're, you're going to hear some spoilers. We, I feel like we, if you're listening to this, you're like, this is two hours and 35 minutes into this. <laughs> well, I feel like we should like come Dude, over to your house and I, like shake your hand. I knew it was going to be three hours. <laughs> I knew it was. Um. There's anyway. too many movies to talk about. I know. 
I'm assuming we'll talk to b- about more after this, but we'll, we'll see what well, happens. Well, let's keep going. I uh, let me grab beer if uh, if we are. Do whatever you need to do. As soon as you want to riff, what riff, and I'll oh, go oh. pee and grab beer. Okay, I'll just talk more about the the movie or or whatever. Uh, it's it was made by Amazon, so if you uh, have missed it, but you have like Amazon Prime, you can watch it on that now. And uh, it is a like a Judd Apatow kind of comedy, uh, and I believe it was directed by. Uh, I want to say, wait, I was gonna say David Wayne, but it's actually the Michael Showalter, the other uh, Wet Hot American Summer guy. I know everyone's familiar with that, <laughs> but uh, I'm trying to not. I'm trying to not pay attention to him like peeing in the other room. I don't know if y'all can hear it on the microphone. A lot of the movie is just, I don't know if I have, I'm gonna pause this. I'm gonna continue this because I can't think of anything to say. Okay, uh, we're, we're coming back. It's about an hour later. He went, had to go to the bathroom. I was trying to explain. Uh, Took me an the hour. The big sick. And then I, I forgot what I was talking about. But, well, uh, then. Uh, we kind of got distracted. And then. Uh, yes, we did. He has a, he has a friend that was nearby that uh, is. A part of the Forward Symphony. Say hi, Tom. Hello. He uh, is a viola player. And. Uh, well. He's a member of the symphony, and he gave us uh, a show. He did box, uh, cello suite one, prelude. Prelude. I I kind of wanted to like secretly turn the microphones on and like spin them around, but I don't know him very well, so I I felt like I don't want to like. He's a I don't pro- want to make him he's a feel private, like he, he has to perform. He's a private guy, and I respect his privacy. So, but he's a very—he seems like a real fascinating guy. I was like, "Hey, come talk to me on my podcast. It'll be like an improv." Hopefully, improv- one day he will. Yeah, but uh, there was an issue with the viola. Had he thinks some- his instrument had a problem? It doesn't, but. To him, we're gonna take him at his word. To that, keen we don't want to put him in an awkward position. Right. He didn't come over here thinking he was gonna be like on a podcast. Yeah. About movies. I feel you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we're gonna. Uh, I I'm, guess we're gonna try to wrap up the movie thing. Yeah, we'll wrap up. Uh, we're at the big sick. The big um, sick. Uh, phenomenal movie. Um, I watched it while. My uh, girlfriend was taking a nap. And this is totally a movie you can watch, should watch, with your spouse, girlfriend, whoever. Um, But it's not a man's movie. But it's a good movie for a man and a woman. Uh, If... That makes any tonal sense. Well, it's kind of it's. I mean, it's a love story kind of thing, right? But it's it's different. I'm trying to say it's like I want to talk about it, but I don't want to ruin it for people. But well, it, it's a movie about um, 
I don't know. Where are they from? Kamel. Yeah, where where's he from? Pakistan, I think. Pakistan. Okay, so it's a Pakistan and their whole family it revolves around um marrying another Pakistani woman or Indian woman where they're from and he falls in love with someone who's not this white girl so there's major issues yeah major major he does not tell the family his family about her because she's white and uh eventually spoiler three two one Spoiler, go or go ahead, go ahead. That becomes the big issue of the movie. Is Her. that he is in love with a woman that his family will never accept. And the lot he never tells her that he hasn't told his family about her. And she's and so she she's finds upset out about that. And then, not long after that, she There's has the conflict. She has a uh, health issue, and she goes into a coma. Correct. And this is like that's how this they is spoiler stuff. This too. is giant spoiler stuff. Most of, a lot of the movie. Th- th- one of the things I thought was really interesting was how uh, the. I thought it was. How many times have I said fantastic? <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about all the best movies, so I keep saying fantastic. Yeah. But this okay. movie was how wonderful. About, how about I go amazing? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that either. Um, so, yeah. Um, I was going to say, her like. Her family finds out about him once she goes into a coma and he goes to the hospital. It puts him in, him, Kumail. Be- is in this awkward position because he's kind of really cares for this girl. Extremely he, he, awkward. She's trying, he's trying to help her, but he's also like kind of an, suddenly like an ex-boyfriend and he's there, but he's trying to support. And he kind of, the thing I thought was really interesting is he ended up kind of developing a sort of relationship with her parents with, while she was in a, having a coma. Yeah, no, I thought... <clears throat> Yeah, that element was, in a was. I really liked his relationship with her parents a lot. Uh, and it, you know, it started off cold, and they were trying to be protective of her. And then, as I mean, we're basically just describing this movie. Basically, <laughs> and, and we call it spoilers. People but who have seen it are just like, well, they're hey, now they're just recapping. It's on Amazon, so you can see it for free or for a. Prime. I, I just thought, I really enjoyed the his relationship with her parents and like uh i mean kind just of. what a bad situation because you date a girl you love her for a long time she dies or i'm sorry you break up and then she goes in a coma what do you do yeah i mean i it's also, I was going to say, if you're still listening to the spoiler part, you probably shouldn't, <laughs> and we're like almost three hours into this, but uh, 
it's not it's not as like sad as it, it sounds like the most depressing miserable movie ever and it's yeah, it's, it's really it, not it's, it's really not funny miserable. it's like a comedy i mean it's a comedy about a real very serious and situation it, and it's uh dirty yeah it's a judd apatow type so movie. my my mother it. saw this movie oh she did yeah Was she it? did and uh before i saw it oh wow and uh she liked it a lot with reservations. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, there's just a lot of dirty language and yeah. there's a lot of crude humor. I would say but if you've seen other, other Judd Apatow movies, you kind of know what you're getting into. You know what you're getting into. It's kind of, you know, crude, didn't. but like heartfelt. She, <laughs> she didn't know what she was getting into. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But she did like it. But she had to put that other stuff behind her. Yeah. Which, hey, you know. Yeah. Different strokes for different folks. Okay. Uh, moving on. We've covered, I think, most of the movies we wanted to talk about. And I was going to do just a quick thing of, like, movies we're looking forward to that are, are coming out yeah. sometime in the near future. Yeah. And yeah. we don't have to spend a ton of time on this. This is just a, kind of a little, well, like, Well, you talk oh, about that, this. and um, I, I honestly can't say, I don't know anything I'm looking forward to for 2018 going forward. Like uh, I know you said you. There. I know you said you're not on, big on superhero movies. Are you gonna see no. the Black Panther? Eh, if I do, I do. Yeah. Um, I like the buzz surrounding it. That it's different. Yeah. I'll see different superhero movies, but Avengers. That Is there a new Avengers movie this year? I can't remember. <laughs> it's probably it's like either five. this year or there's like. There's, I know there's two in a row, but I can't remember if it's uh, this year and next year or next year and... Dude, there's probably year. like five and there's some ten crossovers. I know Ant, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, and, and uh, that vaguely interests me, Venom. but I'm just... I'm not into that. I'm trying to think of non-superhero all. movies that are coming out. I know we mentioned Isle of, the Do- Isle of Dogs. I can't wait yeah, for we'll that. Yeah, we'll definitely both go see that one. Now, we're... Big Wes Anderson fans, yeah. and we maybe we'll do a episode about him at some point. We should probably do a three-hour retrospective. If we can do it, I don't know if we could talk that long. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Not without a viola player showing up in the middle of it. <laughs> this happens on all my podcasts. Every somebody comes on, a viola player comes in. <laughs> no, that's uh, awesome. So any any last anything. Um, just any cool things you've seen recently? We're trying to say every last possible I, I, thing we can think know, of. I, we talked about Last Flight Flying. Last Flight And flying. I heard nothing about it. I randomly stumbled upon it. And I know we talked about it. But that is a good movie. It needs to be seen. I don't, I don't think it needs to win awards. But... It is a good movie that should be seen. Yeah. Um, so I would say, see Last Flag Flying. You're not going to run away screaming to the heavens like I am. 
but it had so little press. I didn't, I never even heard about it. Mm -hmm. And it was a really good movie. Um, I would say that, um, I would say I, Tanya, I haven't seen that. which we haven't talked about, um, was good. And, um, oh, what's her name? Margot Robbie. Not or Margot Robbie. Allison Janney. Yeah, yeah. She was fantastic in that movie. Margot Robbie was really good. But Allison Janney was fantastic. Now, a 30 for 30, which is a ESPN mm -hmm. um, production, came out with a documentary about the... Tony Harding, Nancy Kerrigan situation, mm -hmm. much better. Oh, really? I I think so. I, I found that I typically like like documentaries about the real thing more than like a biopic type thing, like where actors are playing. Well, something. I would just say after watching the Thirty for Thirty, it was a lot better. To, than I, Tanya, but Margot Robbie was really good, and Allison Janney was great. I would like to see it at it's, some point. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah. It, not at all. I'm just saying, if you saw the 30 for 30, it was better, than, was better than I, Tanya. Yeah. So, um, that, and do I have any... Uh, You've seen like so many movies. We haven't talked about Greatest Showman. No, I haven't. No. Um, real quick. Um, awesome. Awesome spectacle. Um, Hugh Jackman, again. Mm -hmm. We talked about Logan. Um, Hugh Jackman was amazing. And uh, Zac Efron plays Bailey from Barnum and Bailey. And he was really good. And there was a lot of really catchy songs. And it, it will surprise me if one of those songs doesn't win best song for the Oscars. Didn't uh, the La La Land, whoever wrote those songs for the, I don't the lyrics, maybe, for the La La Land songs, wrote the lyrics for this, or something. it has some oh. connection to La La Land music. Oh, music. I can't I, remember exactly. I didn't know that, but I don't know if it was the composer. I think it was the lyricist. I don't know. I okay. think something like that. It would surprise me if, like, I think it's called The Greatest Showman. That's the title of the movie, but I think that's like the title track. Oh, okay. I'm not sure of that. Is it? It's so. It's a musical where people are singing. The characters are singing, or it's about the Barnum and ba P. T. Barnum, yeah, circus guy. It's about him starting the circus, and it's yeah, it up and down. It he had a long road to go through before pff, he blew up. Um. But it's, it's a real good. balancing act. It's a real high wire. <laughs> kind of... Yeah. Okay. I, I was wondering if you were going to laugh at that. Yeah, no, it was lame. <laughs> yeah, I felt sorry for you, so I'm laughing at it. <laughs> oh, you told it. 
Uh, uh, no, so I, I, I would say that's a good movie. Go see that. Um, any other movies? I know, I know, like, in 20 minutes, I'm going to remember, like, something I forgot to nah, mention. But. And we can just write that in the comments. Um, We've covered a lot. We covered as much as we can. Do you have, I feel like, uh, I feel like we're at the point where we're like, if you were going to die, what are you going to say next? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, we've talked enough about this stuff, but. Yeah, and. We probably don't have anything else to say. Well, you know we what? probably could go, keep people, going. People have rewind and fast forward buttons for a reason. I wonder they, if anyone will listen to this whole thing. That'd be kind of cool. Oh, I should have recommended. I won't, because. I'll I, recommend I right at like the end, uh, the one and a half speed thing like do that you'll won't take so much time but now that you're done with it you, you just wasted two. like three hours of your life yeah but you learned about some good movies wasted you got spoiled you spoiled got spoiled hey, on some great you movies. got to hang out with me for three hours <laughs> and that is well worth your time all right well i'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up because let's do I it i think it's good so thanks for, for doing this and jeffrey i'm trying to that's it Sort of a cousin. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for being on this. All right. But yeah, you have to be on it again at some point. Hey. There will be more movies to talk hey, about. We can do a whole PTA one. And I know you, you watch TV too, right? Kidding me. <laughs> Co Cody is the guy. This sounds funny, but I think he's the person that got me into Breaking Bad. Really? Possibly. All right, we got to talk about You're one this. of the people that... Uh, we got to talk about this. Okay, I, I was thinking about this. Oh my gosh. I thought we were done, but this is a pretty funny thing. Not funny, but... I, I, I was at day one breaking... There's very few of us, but I watched the first episode when it aired. I did not... Most did people not. watched it... Late. Oh, season oh, four. Yeah, I heard that. Netflix, catch up. I remember... I watched the very first episode. I did not... Uh, I, uh, I had... I, okay. And In I the 2000s, from like 2000 to 2010, I didn't really watch a lot of TV. And then I moved back to Texas, and I was... I remember going to... Uh, I, I'm, this is weird that I remember this, but... It was probably January 2010. I was at the library, and I saw this all these DVDs. I was trying to find something. And I saw one for this show called lost and i was like i think i've i've heard people talking about this I feel like i'm on record it. as a hated lost fan do oh not, you hate it do not like it well i was gonna all. i was gonna just just quickly like i've I, seen it i watched but i hate it i i got into it like a lot and i watched all, all of lost and like because the final season was airing like Right then, so I caught up and I watched yeah, it. Yeah, at one point they uh, like dug down in the ground and then some guy cranked something and the island disappeared and I was like, yeah, I'm done. Okay, the <laughs> finale, of, okay, I remember watching the finale. I watched the finale. And I remember talking to you and I said something like, what? I was like fired up about Lost at this time and I was just like, 
Lost is pretty good, right? Like, and you were kind of over it by then. And you were like, you know what's good is Breaking Bad. And I was like, really? What is that? And, and okay, the th- I'm not. What a recommendation! I'm not hundred percent sure about this, but I think the night the finale of Lost aired, I think that was the night the Fly episode of Breaking Bad aired, which I love, yeah. but I know has a lot of. That's it's probably it's one of my top two episodes of my thank favorite show. Thank you. But um, I, I caught up. A, I caught up on with uh, Breaking Bad. After that, it was after well, the between the fl- when the third season the aired. The fly after- is a very device, and we could do a Breaking Bad podcast. Yeah, and might be, be fun. Easy. That'd be fun and easy. Hey, I got a book. Oh, um, did you get the seven? I, I know what you're talking about. Uh, my buddy for Secret Santa. Was bought, it Josh Barlow? No, Zach. Zach. Oh, so, oh, yeah. His. Uh, I know. I know brother. Zach. Yeah. Zach yeah. bought me the Breaking Bad. Man, that's so awesome. now I'm watching the episodes and um, reading them as I go along. And Seppenwell's awesome. book, Alan Seppenwell's book, dude. And which I think you got me into Alan I, Seppenwell too, which is crazy because yeah. I read him like, dude, how gr- ridiculous, dude. He amount. He is the go-to TV critic, dude. I'll watch a episode of anything mm-hmm. and he knows a million more things about it than I ever knew but I was like yeah I sh- I, I should have known that yeah I, I haven't got that book yet but I've, it's been I, in my Amazon hey, cart for like once a month I, or two once I finish it like I'm watching each Breaking Bad episode mm-hmm. and then reading the chapter the chapters are very small. I mean, it's basically review. It's not every. I think not every single one is the same review that he wrote at the time. But no, it's not. Because he kind of rewrote some of it. Yeah. Some of them are completely new. But some of them are almost. It's same. so good. It is. And I read. I probably read most of the reviews for that show that he did. I, think. I did. I read every <coughs> single. I remember one. when I was watching it, going back and. Reading his older reviews, but I kind of. I told you to read Seppenwall. I don't. I remember. I remember you. I remember the Breaking or the I want to. You told me to. Break, breaking Bad is the really good show you should watch, and I was like, okay. And then uh, and I don't remember. Sure, I think I. I'm pretty sure you mentioned. It might have been we were talking about The Wire or something, and you said like, oh, you should read Seppenwall's. Re- well, Seppenwall's on the wire. When I think about Seppenwall and when I first started listening, how about reading we him, do another thriller podcast on one episode of The Wire? Yeah, there's a lot to talk about. Right? <laughs> there's a million things to talk about. <laughs> the Wire. Uh, the Wire. I could say a lot about The Wire. I haven't. It's been a few years since I've seen it. It's not very fresh in my mind, so I feel like I'd need to rewatch it if I was going to talk well, more if, about it. If you want to do a Wire podcast, see, eh, it's five seasons, fifth, not that strong. Um, I'll rewatch it with you. That'd be cool. And we could do one. Maybe one season an episode one, or something like that. Yeah, episode per season. We could do that. That'd be cool. There's a lot of 
Presbyterian. Cody and I obviously share similar tastes and things, so we we have a lot to say about this stuff. Well, I always recommend him, and then he follows suit. (laughs) So, so I guess all that to say, there will probably be more some more episodes like this hopefully at some point and uh i'm gonna just end it so we can move on with yeah our lives. if you want any more information <laughs> reach out to either one of us we can give you more um as far as tastes go it's called breaking bad b-r-e-a oh. <laughs> most people who are listening to this have I said, it, if you either love it or hate it if you want to know if you should watch three billboards or shape of water <laughs> Give me a call. I'm going to assume that anyone still listening to this just really has nothing going on. Like, probably has nothing going on. And we'll let you get back to that. All right. I'm ending it right now. Three, two, one. Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs>